0: our intro. Let's
1: do that. Audio action. Salutations. I'm Sophia's friend Bronwyn. And I'm Bronwyn's friend Sophia.
0: This is quotes and (laughs) anecdotes. So we need to preface this. This week is a little different for a few reasons. First of all, Sophia is tragically sick. I am sick so I'm sorry
1: everyone my voice is going to be quite croaky throughout this whole episode, Um, and there may be a couple of comical voice cracks that I'm sure Bronwyn will (laughs) will point out and laugh at me for, but I'm getting better, I'm on the mend, and I'm very excited to be recording, even though it's going to be a little bit rough
0: for my voice. Secondly, you might be able to tell, because I don't know yet, but it might sound a little funky, (laughs) The, we are not in person recording this. We are Skyping and recording, and so the sound might be better. It might be worse. It probably will be worse.
1: Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> and we apologize, but, you know. It's experience for both of us, I'm assuming. This yeah. is very weird for me. I've never done this, not in person before. Very intense, because you're like a foot away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a weird way to think about it, but now you're right, and
0: I need to like you're closer than usual get away broadwin um no don't please stay um yeah
1: so yeah. What practice, but, like i was thinking about this uh the, like when we go off to college or university we can do this and it hopefully it will work yeah so maybe we'll
0: yeah. upgrade it we'll have like a whole sound system oh yes we'll have like those cool speakers that that'd be so cool Um, but yeah, so yeah, that's what, that's what's happening now. Um, also, yeah, this, we'll we'll talk about it a little bit after, but we're continuing our trend of doing fun topics that there's a lot to talk about, but that means that the format's a little different, but we're excited. Heck yeah. It's really cool. In fact, Sophia, do you want to share that topic?
1: Well, our topic this week is actually TV shows. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know, this might come, it was, no, it's not surprising to me, but it's a little bit, I don't watch too much TV, and so it was actually kind of hard for me to choose TV shows, because I don't have, watch that many TV shows. Yeah, but, um But it's still, I'm really excited for the two that you chose, I'm excited to talk about the two that I chose. Yeah. And I think
0: it's going to be a good time. A good I think so too. I'm excited. Well, yeah, so again, it's going to be, we each chose two, so it's going to be one of those very long episodes. The
1: books and music, and yes, it's probably going to be very long again. Yeah, but it's going to be very good. It's um, going to be great. What you doing there? Lighting
0: candles. <laughs> <laughs> gotta set the mood. Yeah, I just saw how nice they looked, and I wanted to light them. Close I wonder if we will be able to hear
1: you light, because I could hear you light the match. I wonder if... Everyone else will be able to hear you
0: as you anyways, so, so. Yeah, so we each chose two and yeah, we'll discuss them. We'll yeah. talk. We'll chat. Heck yeah. It's gonna be really cool. And actually what what number episode? This is thirteen. This is thirteen. I believe it's your turn to go first. I think it is. Cool. So I forget what we did. I'm gonna say my T V show, then my word, then my quote from that one, and then Sophia will go. Yep. Yep. So, my first TV show is <coughs> Queer Eye, which is a show that came out last year that I introduced Sophia to. Yes, and it's
1: I'm really very lovely. mad because I was going to do it. I did. She stole this. it from me. But I... I mean, it's probably better that you did it because you did introduce it to me. Aww. But it's one of, like, the only... One of the three TV shows that I actually watch. And yeah. it's very good.
0: And, it's, and it's so good. There's you only what, two seasons out right now, um, but new seasons are coming soon. It's going to be really cool. And it's actually a revamp of a older version of the show. But I'll talk... Well, I'll explain a bit about what the show is about, I guess. Um, and basically, it's five uh, gay guys who fix up other people's lives. And basically, they go around and they help these heroes, is what they call the people who they help. And a lot of those people are really, yeah, a lot of those people are really like not doing great, not in a great spot. Um, they just need some help. Some yeah, they need some it. support. And these people come and they help. They redo their house. They teach them how to cook. They re-outfit them and get them new clothes that are suited to their style and are exciting and, and nice. And they um, help them plan events or help them with some issues that they might be having with their life. And it's just a really nice Genuine, amazing TV show, and actually, that brings me to my word, which is genuine, because that's a big part of the show is helping people be their most genuine and most true self. And I don't know, it's just a very heartwarming thing. And all of these five guys are all incredibly genuine and incredibly true. And I I follow a lot they're of they're such on, good people. Yeah, I follow a lot of them on Instagram, and they you and can they're see that's real not people. Just, like they, yeah,
1: it's not it's not staged for the show like they're real people who genuinely do genuine uh go in and they want to help and they enjoy what they do and it's it's a very very good and happy
0: environment yeah and so the word genuine it's an adjective and it means truly what something is said to be authentic sincere it's a very good word i like the genuine. um and yeah the etymology comes from latin uh genu which is knee like like your knee on your leg K-N- yeah. k-n-e-e and then it goes to genuineness genuine, genuineness news in latin and genus which means birth race or stock and then at some point in the late 16th century it became genuine natural or proper so that's funny genus
1: genus is one of um my vocab words for latin oh. birth Class kind, yeah.
0: I guess yeah, and it went I guess from like from like birth or stock to like natural or proper, you can kinda of see how that yeah. Happened. And then like natural in the sense of being oneself. Um so yeah, it's a word I really like. And yeah, do I go into my quotes now? I think so. Sure. I right? think that's how it usually works. Yeah, okay. I'm not really sure. So I chose five quotes for each of the five guys who um who are part of the show. And the first person is Jonathan Van Ness, who is he is in charge of hair and grooming and he is a complete diva. He is such um, a character. He's I love such you. a character. He's so okay. nice, very sassy and a very funny guy. Um and he just he brings humor, uh very, very just a very nice guy. And his quote is when people say you can't teach an old dog new tricks, it's not true because you can reinvent yourself and learn new things whenever you want. So I thought that was quite an inspirational Jonathan Van Ness quote. The next one is Tan France, who's in charge of clothing. Um, And his quote is, you being your true self isn't going to offend anybody. It's very unlikely that people are going to cause you an issue just because you are being yourself. And if they're concerned, that's on them. You are happy. Um, and it's just, again, talking about being genuine, being your true self and making sure that your happiness is like kind of what you're really, I don't know, you're prioritizing because.
1: That's also a big part of the what, show is like yeah. you have to be happy and self-love is a big part of it and like yeah. appreciating who you are. And so that quote definitely encapsulates yeah.
0: the and tan like, is a very he's just a very he's very sweet. And I think it takes So Sophia and I were talking after she watched it about like oh, what about, like, this person, this person? And it's interesting because Tan is, a like, a more reserved guy, um, mm-hmm. and he's a British... It took me a while, actually, to like him or, like, yeah. warm up
1: to him. Like, some of them, like, Jonathan, I liked immediately. I was like, oh, this is a cool guy. But then Tan, I didn't know what he was like, really, because yeah. he was a little bit more reserved, and it took a bit for him to open up. But
0: towards but the it, end... He's, yeah, he's, it. like, kind of, like, a classic British stereotypical, <laughs> but, like, just, like, a very... Uh, almost proper, but you get to see he is also such. He just cares so much about other people, um, and he's 100% doing this to help other people. And the next uh, one is uh, Bobby Burke, who's in charge of like the interior design, and he helps fix up people's houses. And his quote is, "Even if you're not ready to live at your full volume, turn it up halfway and get there." I love Which that. really cool. Yeah, these are like all I found. The ones that were most inspiring and a lot of those were about self-love and helping yourself get to the best place possible which is a big theme throughout this show um but yeah i really like that just because yeah maybe you can't take that giant step all at once but baby steps are just as admirable and if that's what you can do then great i think you do that so i really like that the next one is anthony Porat. I did not pronounce that right, I am sorry. But he is a, he's in charge of food, and he's Canadian, my my, my pal, he's Polish Canadian. Um, So immediately I had a connection, and he's also, he's like one of the, at the end they always uh, watch to see the five of them get together and, and see like the culmination of what they put together. And Anthony is always someone who gets emotional. Yes,
1: um, I know. I love that. In in season, oh, especially gonna geek out a little bit about the show, but especially in season two, I think when they help out, um, I think her name was Mama Tammy. They gets really emotional at the end.
0: It was so sweet. Yeah. Such a it made episode. me emotional. Yeah. Yeah. And so his quote is, I know the people who eat my food really enjoy it. And those are the people who matter at the end of the day. And so here's the thing. I was looking for quotes and all of his quotes were like, this is my favorite dish. Avocados are great. Like <laughs> it was really hard to find an inspiring quote because, I mean, he does food and it was just like more difficult. I couldn't find one, but this is one that I found. And I actually I kind of read it a couple of times and I kind of liked the idea that, it's just kind of repeating the people who like my food or who eat my food. The people who are around me are going to like me. And those are the people who matter at the end of the day, because if they don't like me, they're not going to be around me and I don't need to worry about them. So again, it's like just really being yourself and like, that's really important. The final one is my quote comes from my favorite guy, um, Karamo Brown. And he is my favorite he's in charge of like culture so he does like a lot of the more social things so if someone is I don't know if someone's having difficulty moving on with their career or surrounded by people who aren't great for them or want to reconnect with people that they've lost touch with he's the guy who kind of helps them get to that place um and he has I follow him on, on Instagram, and every week he posts, like, uh, a short little video of, like, hey, remember that this is important, or remember to just, like, surround yourself with good people, or maybe it's even just drink water, like, it's just very, always inspirational, very kind videos. Um, his,
1: hey, friends, like, he he, yeah. he, he t- calls everyone friend. like, I follow him on Instagram as well, and his little video messages always start with, hey, friends, and it's just very sweet
0: and it's it's wonderful so yeah and his quote is when people build up walls they end up keeping other people out but they're also keeping themselves in which was interesting and it was uh specifically related to um one character or one character one person that they were helping who was building like surrounding themselves with walls and not letting themselves be vulnerable um and he was just kind of highlighting the it, well, if you do that then you're not only keeping other people out, but you're not allowing yourself to be your true self. So again, going back to the idea of how important it is to be genuine. Um so yeah, that was just a quick kind of rundown of the, the five main the five five main guys, um, and just kind of inspirational quotes to give you a bit of sense of the show, but it's really, really good, and I would highly advise watching it. It's such a good show.
1: It's genuinely, like, I mean, you'll talk about this later, but it's a feel-good show, you're happy when you watch it, and it's it's very good. It's a good show. Yeah. Yep. What is your first show? So, my... <laughs> I apologize again for my terribly croaky voice, but I, as I mentioned, I don't watch that many TV shows, and so, but... One that I did find that I actually don't remember how I found it. I know that one of our our friends who drew our cover art, she watches it. I don't think she recommended it to me, though. So I don't remember how I found this show. But the show is Sherlock. Have you seen Sherlock? I have seen Sherlock. It's very good. It's very good. Um, And it's not necessarily like a... Feel good show like Queer Eye is you're very close. <laughs> Bronwyn just put her head in her hands and she's right up in the camera. Stop! <laughs> it's terrifying. So I mean, the basic premise of Sherlock is that it's a modernized version of Sherlock Holmes and adapted oh, good. Sherlock. It's very, very. It's a. Oh, it's a. It's a really good show, guys. It's kind of intense at times. Kind of violent at times, but. But like relatively not
0: for like it's yeah, pretty
1: it's, mo- it's very moderated and it's not yeah super gory or anything but um it's yeah so it's basically a modernized version of Sherlock Holmes so Sherlock is um what he calls him he calls I mean I'll talk more about this in the anecdote portion but he calls himself a consulting detective and basically when the police can't figure out a murder he helps them solve it and he annoys everyone that he meets because he has he's an incredibly smart man and he has the skill of deduction and he can tell everyone their entire life story just by looking at them. And it's just a very cool premise. It's a very like extremely well done show. Yeah. And the character development it's just With amazing.
0: Two main characters, uh, Sherlock and Dr. Watson, are played also by two extremely good actors, which yes. is, made me so happy.
1: They're very um, good actors. And, and they're, they're, um, um, steal your... they're also like just perfect for each other in the way they bounce off of each other. It's wonderful. So the word that I chose for Sherlock is friend. And the reason that I chose this word is because um, Sherlock in the beginning of the show considers himself a person who doesn't have friends at all. And by the end of the show, he, he does have a friend and he admits that he has a friend so and it's good. so sweet and wonderful. And the friend I is cried
0: so much towards the end. Oh my gosh. Same.
1: So the, def- the definition of friend is a person whom one knows and with whom one has a bond of mutual affection. Mm. And I just kind of loved that definition because um, it the way that I used it in the context of the show is that it sort of implies that um, Sherlock didn't feel that he had this bond with anyone before he met John, Dr. Watson. And then when they, they do form this bond and they meet and um, it's really wonderful. And it's just the development of their relationship is incredible. And so I thought it was a really good, word to encapsulate the show yeah and um so the origin of the word friend it came from germanic and then it went to old english freund and then dutch friend and then german freund to english friend and i i couldn't remember if if we've used this word before i don't think we have but i'm very sorry if we have um, I just thought it was a very good word, a, definitely a simple one, but a very good word to encapsulate yeah. the show as a whole. And so to move on to the, There's some good quotes, there are very, see, I was looking at all of your cool inspirational queer eye quotes, and then I was looking at Sherlock for quotes similar to They're that, and there cool. just aren't, like, inspirational quotes, which which is what I was going for, I was trying to find, like, a really good Sherlock and John quote of Sherlock saying, like, thanks for being my friend. But there wasn't
0: really much of that. Um, But it's also you have to imagine, like, okay, so Sherlock is played by Benedict Cumberbatch, which many of you may know him from um, other movies that he's done. And then John Watson is played by Martin Freeman, who is the guy who played Bilbo Baggins in The Hobbit. Right. So these two characters, they're able to really portray these characters really well, and each of these quotes is, like, a thousand more times impactful. Just imagine Sophia with, like, Benedict Cumberbatch's voice. (laughs) What? (laughs) No. Oh,
1: oh, as in, like, their delivery. Yes, I understand what you're saying. I thought you were saying that Sherlock is, like, that I'm, like, Sherlock. I was like, that is not at all true. But and it's also just most of these quotes are also a thousand times more impactful when you think about the kind of person that Sherlock is. And I'm sure that most of you um, have heard of Sherlock Holmes or know Sherlock Holmes, if not this TV show, then the books, the original books. But um, this like especially in this TV show, they make a point of saying like Sherlock is a very he's a man who does like most people do not like him and he does not make friends easily. And so a lot of these quotes are made a thousand times more impactful when you think about that so yeah. the first one is said towards the beginning of the series i believe when he says alone is what i have alone protects protects me That's and sad. I know, and that and sherlock says that and the fact like alone protects me he needs to be alone in order to keep him i can see the light of your candles and it's it looks great um to keep himself safe he needs to he closes himself off he builds up walls as Kurama was saying earlier um and then so alone is what I have alone protects me that's sort of the first quote that really encapsulated Sherlock towards the beginning of the series of like his philosophy of I don't need to make friends alone is good for me and it it keeps me safe and then that makes a second quote even more impactful which is John I don't have friends I have one oh heck Right? Isn't that so good? And so yeah, that was I think probably the first time that he admitted that uh, he was John's friend, and yeah, it was it. So that's a very good quote as well. I have one. I have a friend. You are my friend, and it's very good. Sure. Um, and then the next one is a little bit of a sillier. one No, it's not that silly. But it was said by Lestrade, who's the police. Captain? Yeah. What is he? The, that's that's a word. I police so. captain, the yes. head of the head of the police department. We'll go with that in police London. Head of the Scotland Yard. Scotland Yard, yes. And um, he said this is actually the very first episode that he said this. I have watched the first episode so many times, it's crazy. So good. Um, because it's one of the best ones in my opinion. But um, he said at the beginning of the first episode to John. Sherlock Holmes is a great man and I think one day if we're very very lucky he might even be a good one and so I love that Lestrade already recognizes in the beginning that Sherlock is like someone special and someone who is a great man as far as what he's accomplished and what he can because do he's
0: not, Sherlock is not a good people person so he's like super smart but not a people person so he's great like he knows a lot he's a genius yeah but, like he's not necessarily a good person it's not. not really
1: not at the beginning anyway yeah um, but and that's why I love the second part of the quote which is like one day he he might be a good person and I think that by the end of the show he is a good person oh definitely because of John and because of the situations that they've been in together and so I kind of loved that little bit of foreshadowing that that quote presents and the fact that Lestrade recognizes that Lestrade who this poor guy is put up to be like quite dull by Sherlock because he needs Sherlock's help and he can't um, solve these mysteries on his own but he recognizes that Sherlock has the potential to be a good person and he recognizes that towards the beginning of the show so I loved that and then this is a really emotional one but Mm -hmm. um, it's John to Sherlock and I won't tell you the context because that's a big spoiler but so I'm just going to read it and leave it there (laughs) because if I talk more about it that might give away some spoilers, but it's a really emotional one. It just goes to show you how deep the show dives into John and Sherlock's relationship. So it is, you told me once that you weren't a hero. There were times when I didn't even think you were human. But let me tell you this. You were the best man, the most human human being that I've ever known. And no one will ever convince me that you told me a lie. So there. I was so alone and I owe you so much. Mm. And John said that to Sherlock at some point, And I won't say when. But it's very emotional. It's a really sad scene. And I love there it. There
0: are some very emotional scenes. Because it's one yeah. of those shows, like, I always find shows where there's, like, a really deep friendship. I find those are always so emotional.
1: Definitely. And the Sh- Sherlock is a prime example of that. And then... Oh. Mm, that might of, be a spoiler. I'm going to skip that one because it is a bit yeah. of a spoiler, but it's very sweet. Um, and then the last two are just silly ones of um, Sherlock at the beginning of the series. The first one is Sherlock. He's is like, good. he's like such a,
0: he, because he, he has such bad social skills. He, he it There's some good, like, just, I don't know. It's just like someone was like, he's like, um, I'm not he's a. Realized, like social norms. and such Yeah. He's like, I'm not a psychopath. I'm a high functioning sociopath. Like I that's kind of his. I
1: almost did that one, but that, because that's like his iconic quote that he says yeah. over and over. But that's basically
0: his personality. But what are the last two quotes?
1: So the first one is he was he's really bored and he's complaining to his landlady and she's trying to comfort him. And she's like, something will turn up a nice murder. That'll cheer you up. And so Mrs. Hudson says that to him. I just found that funny. And then the last one is uh, in the first episode, he's really, really happy after the police have called him and asked him for his help. And he's like, four serial suicides and now a note. Oh, it's Christmas. And it's so hard to not do this
0: in a British accent because they're all said in a British accent. But just picturing Benedict Cumberbatch, Sophia, the resemblance is uncanny.
1: I know, really, we look exactly alike. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so that's that's Sherlock. It's a very,
0: very good show. It can be intense at times, but it's. It's also not too much. Like, they're, it's one of those things that I think, I mean, I was sad when I finished it, but I think they did a good number of episodes because you didn't. Yeah, it's not too many episodes. Yeah, it's, it's like three or four per season. Yeah. So
1: you just. But they're all like movie. Like, each one is yeah. like a movie. Each one is an hour, hour and a half long. But they're very, very good. The story develops. So good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Moving on, I guess, then to your second show. Yes. What is your second show?
0: So my second show is Brooklyn Nine-Nine, which is a show that both my sister and my friend recommended to me. Um, And it's about the Brooklyn Nine-Nine police department. And I really – I'll go – again, I'll go into this a bit more during my anecdote. But I really like it because in the beginning, it's just a cheesy cop show. Um, And as it progresses, though, it has – it is incredible. Like, it's such an obvious thing that even now – TV shows are incredibly lacking, um, and it has very good representation. Um, so, like, the the head of the uh, police force is an African-American. The sergeant is a- African-American. Uh, there are two women who are, like, two of the lead detectives, and they're both Latina. And, like, they just... There, there are two white people in, like, the entire... In the precinct, two main characters. And, like... I don't know. They just, they defy many of the stereotypes. The, the captain is also gay. Like they just, they defy all of the stereotypes and it's so incredible. Um, and it's just so satisfying to just see something do that so well. And they make, they do not make a big deal about it whatsoever. Like it's, it's not like even mentioned. It's just kind of, that's just what the show is. And I just, I think it definitely deserves recognition for that. And So that leads me quite well to my word, which is representation, Um, which is the act or fact of one person standing for another so as to have the rights and obligations of the person represented or the action of representing or the fact of being represented, especially in a legislative body. Um, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Basically, just the idea that they're able to include so many different types of people. And that's not even what the show is about. Um, So it's just, it's just, yeah, it's just really, really well done, really nice. Uh, The etymology of representation comes from Latin representare, bring before exhibit. And then it goes, so all at once, old French uh, representation, um, Latin representation, English represent, and that all culminated in representation in late or middle English in the sense of image or likeness. Um, So, yeah, it's just a show that really does that very well, Um, especially later, like the last couple of seasons. It's incredible because it just made me so happy because they just really they dealt with some really important issues, um, which, again, I'll go into during my anecdotes. So moving on to the quotes, kind of similar to uh, with the other show I tried to choose one quote per each of the main characters um just to kind of give you a sense of what the show is about so the first one is by the main character Jake Peralta who is a detective in the Brooklyn Nine-Nine and he's kind of like represented as like a I've said that word too many times he's kind of portrayed as kind of a He's kind of ridiculous. He's like a kid who never grew up. Like he doesn't drink water. His favorite beverage, beverage is like orange soda. He like he's just like a kid, right? Um, but he's an incredible detective. Um, and he's like a funny. Just he's just immature and stuff. But he's really nice guy. And he's talking to the sergeant. And he goes, Sarge, with all due respect, I'm going. I am going to completely ignore everything you just said. Um, and that just kind of encapsulates. He's just kind of. He just. His favorite movie is Die Hard, which is an iconic police movie. And that's literally why he's a cop, because he watched that movie and was like, that's what I want to be. And every time he gets into like a really cool chase, he's like, oh, my goodness, this is my dream. And he just he loves that kind of thing. It's just like and he's just carefree and he just he kind of never grew up. And it's kind of interesting because as the show goes on, you can kind of see how that develops. But yeah, that's the main character. Then the next character is Gina Lenetti, who is a childhood friend of Jake Peralta. Um, and he, and she is the, like the secretary for the captain. Um, and she is so sassy. She has, she's just a complete diva. She thinks she's actually the one in charge of the precinct. And she's actually absolutely hilarious. And I found this quote, which really does, is a very good, um, sums her up pretty well. And she just goes. She has like a lot of really sassy one-liners, and this one is the English. The English language cannot fully capture the depth and complexity of my thoughts, so I'm incorporating emojis into my speech to better express myself. Winky face. So that's Gino you know and and she just she has a lot of those. I like, love that. she'll just kind of be like, "Listen, no." Like she's just like very. She's taking. She's taking no one else's. Uh, crap. <laughs> like she's just <laughs> really. Just she is in charge of herself, a strong uh, character. She's just, and it's just really funny um, because she's also the only one who's not a cop, but she thinks that she's, like, in charge of the entire precinct. Um, the next one is Sergeant Ter- Terry Jeffords, and he is the sergeant, um, and he's, like, he's the buff, like, stereotypical, like, big like buff sergeant guy and you would expect him to be this really tough gruff not great person who's maybe like aggressive and just uh, like toxic masculinity but actually he's just a very sweet kind person and there's literally an episode about he was just too nice to someone and he had to like tone it down a bit um and he's maybe my favorite uh just because he just he'll just say things like terry loves big hugs and stuff like he just he's just a good person who loves And he, yeah, who just loves everyone. And he's also a father and has some twin uh, baby kids. And he just, he loves them so much, which is another example of just them um, really doing well in representation and, um, like, just getting rid of, like, not including the idea of toxic masculinity, especially in a main lead character. Um, And the line is, I just negotiated my baby girls from down from a pony to a hamster, little fools. And it's just funny because it just really sums him up. He just, he says that with love and it just shows how much he cares about uh, his kids, which is just an unusual thing, which is just really nice. The next one is uh, by the captain and he is this completely stoic, does not have any, they always make fun of him because he's very serious. He sends letters with like dear Sophia, this is what I'm saying, sincerely, Raymond Holt. Like he just, that's how he sends texts. Like he's just a very <laughs> straightforward, not like very matter of fact, um, not very charismatic guy. Um, and he just had a monologue. Someone was like, oh, are you okay? And he just goes, nothing's okay. Once is circling me like a shark frenzied by chum. the task force turning into a career th- threatening quagmire, an internal affairs investigation casting doubts upon my integrity. And you ask, is everything okay? I am buffeted by the winds of my foe's enmity and cast about by the towering waves of cruel fate. Yet I, a captain, no longer able to command my vessel, my precinct, for my customary helm, my office. And you ask, is everything okay? I worked the better part of my years on earth, overcoming every prejudice and fighting the position I hold. And now I feel it being ripped from my grasp and with the very essence of what defines me as a man. And you ask, is everything okay? Um, (laughs) It's just funny because that's how he talks um and it's just a funny i don't know just kind of sums up his very uh, proper way of being the next one is charles boyle who's jake's best friend adores him and he just he he adores him he just he his best friend and just really just cares about him so much um and his line is what about me what if something happens to Jake and he never gets to meet my baby I don't want to hang out with some stupid baby who's never met Jake and that's kind of his approach (laughs) where he just he kind of judges everything based off of Jake but in a very loving way and he is a really good person who again like his interests consist of like cooking and knitting and just really (sighs) just like breaks down stereotypes and stuff and he's just a really good person as well then there's Amy Santiago who is competitive as heck. She's very very nice but she is competitive. She is a perfectionist. She has to be better than everyone else. Um and her line is, "Oh my god, she's totally going to funk us." I haven't gotten an F since I failed recess in second grade. Teachers need a break, too, Amy. And that's kind of her. She's just really just cares too much about everything. Um and this is just an exam. I think they were doing some sort of training exercise and she started freaking out because she thought she wasn't doing it properly. Um, and she's just also a really good person um, and just a perfectionist, but actually like a good person. She cares about everyone. Um, then the final character is Rosa Diaz, who is also like 100% not a charismatic person, never smiles. Um, she's like the most... Everyone's kind of scared of her because she's, everyone is scared of her because she's, she's intimidating. She's kind of intense. Um, but she's a really good person. Um, but she does not smile. She does not show emotion. She is just a very, she's like, just, I don't know, very intense, kind of terrifying. Um, and she, yeah, and I just, I really like this line. Um, and Amy goes, "Rosa, anything you want to tell Jake?" Rosa says, "Yeah, tell him I said." And then she raises her head a little, and Amy just goes, "You want me to write that you nodded slightly?" And Rosa says, "He'll know what it means," Um, which is just funny because it just uh, was a good. Again, it really encapsulated the character really well. It also kind of reminded me of one of my friends um, (laughs) a lot. Yes, hundred (laughs) percent. This is particular mine. But yeah, so. Just, it's a good show. It's really good. I love it. Um, and yeah. Yeah. Whew. Sophia. Bronwyn.
1: You got a second show? I, ha- I do have a second show. Not really a TV show. Well, I guess it is. Um, it is a documentary. And it is Blue Planet 2. And I love it. Um, Blue, I watched the original Blue Planet a while ago. Um, I wasn't aware of that they were gonna have a second one, but Ashi actually told me. She was like, "Oh, Sophia, have you watched Blue Planet two yet?" Yeah, I was like, "There's a second one! This is great!" And I was really excited. <laughs> it was, it's on Netflix, and it's awesome. I am such a sucker for nature documentaries. I will watch hours and hours of nature documentaries. I never get bored of them. They're all good. Well, that's not necessarily true, but all the ones I've seen so far in my life have been pretty darn good and very educational. And I just, I'm so partial to major documentaries. And so, I mean, basically that's what Blue Planet 2 is. There's not much to say about the plot of it or anything, because it is a documentary. But um, it's, it's got, I think, seven episodes, and they're all sectioned into, like, there's one about coral reefs, and there's one about the deep, which was very cool. Kind of creepy, but very, very cool. Like, the creatures that live really deep in the ocean Found that fascinating, um, and then there's one about the coasts, and I think the last one is on climate change, which was this really
0: sad one. But um, it's funny because Blue Planet one was one of those. Um, every weekend when it, when we were little and we'd go up to Vermont to ski, um, my three siblings and I would all be in the back, and there was like the DVD player, um, that, and we would get to watch a movie because it was a long car ride, and we didn't have like a super like we didn't have that many. DVDs, but we had Blue Planet, so we watched that so many times yeah. on the car on the way to Vermont, um, so it's just, yeah.
1: I, I I also remember watching that when I was little, of, like, just being like, oh, can we watch what it was, Nature. Do-? Like, so a lot of times when I was sick, my mom would put it on because it was, like, nice and relaxing. The person who narrates it, David Attenborough, is, is like, he's a very, he has a cool voice, but um just a very good narrating
0: voice. Yeah.
1: But, uh, Yeah, so my word for Blue Planet is Earth because the whole premise of Blue Planet um, is, I think, maybe secondary. Well, I don't know. The two main things I think that it really wants to reach with its audience is um, education about the natural world and why we need to protect it. Um, And so I chose Earth because we we all live on Earth and it's something that um is very
0: that but <laughs> I'm sorry it's a good documentary please continue <laughs> um
1: it's just a very good documentary. I don't know where I was going with that thought, but Earth. And the definition the dictionary definition for Earth Earth is the planet on which we live the world. And I mean much of the Message of Blue Planet, as I said, is we have to protect this planet on which we live, and so I thought it was a good word to encapsulate the show. And it came from Germanic, and then oh my gosh, it followed the exact same path as friend. I didn't even notice this when I was doing my, but it went from Germanic to Old English eorþe, to Dutch arde, and then German erde to English earth. So, is your dog okay? My dog, is probably okay, but he's being loud. I'm sure he's good. He's a good boy. Um, Yeah, so then moving on to quotes from Blue Planet 2, the person who narrates it is David Attenborough, and he's very cool. Um, and his uh, one of his main passions is um, educating the world about uh, the natural world and um, preserving it and making sure everyone knows how important it is to preserve it. And so not all of these quotes are from Blue Planet itself, but they are quotes that he said, and that um, definitely encapsulate the tone of the series of documentaries. So the first one is, which really stuck with me um, when I first found it, but there are some 4 million different kinds of animals and plants in the world, 4 million solutions to the problems of staying alive. And I loved that. Cause then, Mm -hmm. if you think about it, we are one of the four million different ways that life on Earth has managed to stay alive, and I just find that very profound and very, very cool to think about, and kind of existential, right? Like it's, it's sort of don't if you think about it too much, your head starts spinning. But it's, I thought it was a good quote. And then the second one, um, I related to very much because it's kind of just like this outpouring of excitement and it is people must feel that the natural world is important and valuable and beautiful and wonderful and an amazement and a pleasure. And I, that sounded, that sounds like something I would say but slightly more sophisticated (laughs) than what I would say. I would just probably be like, Oh, I love the world. The world is amazing. But, um, Uh, So I related to that quote a lot and thought that everyone should feel that way about the natural world. Um, the The third quote that I chose is the natural world is the greatest source of excitement, the greatest source of visual beauty. It is the greatest source of so much in life that makes life worth living. And I also found that great because, I mean, for a lot of people, the nature and the outside world is a huge part of what makes life worth living. And it's important to protect that for those people and yeah. for people who may not realize it, that particular fact yet, but who will in the future. It's definitely true. And then the one of the last ones that I chose is a slightly longer one and about birds. And it says birds were flying from continent to continent long before we were. They reached the coldest place on Earth, Antarctica, long before we did. They can survive in the hottest of deserts. Some can remain on the wing for years at a time. Wow. They can girdle the globe. Now we have taken over Earth and the sea and the sky, but with skill and care and knowledge, we can ensure that there is still a place on Earth for birds in all their beauty and variety, if we want to, and surely we should. And I thought that was a very good message to share, and using birds as an example, but not just birds, all animals and all plants and yeah. everything. We definitely need to take care of it. And I thought that was a really good way of encapsulating that message. Yeah. And then the last two that I have, the first one is I am intoxicated by animals. Another one that I related to a lot because I will definitely gush about animals constantly, as Bronwyn knows. Um and it's then good. The, Yes, it's I love animals. But the last one is I wish the world was twice as big and half of it was still unexplored. Ooh. Because I sort of loved that sense of possibility and like that sense of like I want to explore undiscovered yeah. worlds and places. And maybe that's this is a random tangent, but maybe that's where a fascination about space came from. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's Blue Planet. It's it's very yeah. wonderful. It's a very good have you watched it, Blue Planet Two?
0: I've not seen Blue Planet Two. I've been meaning to yeah. it's very good. I now want to. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> God, what, so, what are the point of doing that now? Yeah, and I'm definitely
1: going to make a point of watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine because I have not seen that yet.
0: Yeah, it's available – well, in the U.S., is available on Hulu, and um, Queer Eye is available on Netflix
1: and probably other places. Yep, Sherlock and Blue Planet are both available on
0: Netflix, so you guys should go check those out. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> okay, so, yeah, now, again – anecdotes this week are again going to be about kind of why these why we like these shows why they mean anything to us um so would you like to start with Queer Eye yeah so basically I just it's a very feel-good inspiring show I don't know if anyone's seen Bake Off British Great British Breakup Great British Bake Off but a lot of people have seen that and it's kind of a similar idea where it's just you just watch it you feel good it's nice just to relax it's just really, just really sweet. Um, it's actually interesting. So it's a, I said before, it's a revamp. Um, it was originally uh, in made. It was originally like broadcasted starting in July two thousand three, and it was originally called Queer Eye for the Straight Guy, and the title was later shortened to broaden the overall scope. And it was, I was I found it interesting because the 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 quote that I found about like the original concept for the show was. The premise relies on the stereotype of queer men as experts in the matter of matters of fashion style, personal grooming, interior design, and culture. And it's interesting because the revamp really questioned that. And the original one, it was five white gay guys. In this one, they have someone who's British Pakistani. There's someone who's black. There's someone who's Polish Canadian. Like They really try to have a lot more diversity. And they try not to play into the stereotype of gay men, and it's not for the straight guy. It's, they help a whole spectrum of different people. And it's honestly incredible. And I haven't seen the original one, but just based off of what I've heard, the revamp is so just, it's really, really good. Um, I think it's it's a lot more well
1: done, and it does a better job of eliminating stereotypes about queer people in general and i think i mean i wouldn't want to watch the original one because no i
0: don't really want to either really,
1: <laughs> yeah i mean the first this this
0: the concept is queer right. eye is just it's so good yeah i it's eye-opening it kind of it shows people that there's more to the world than just their little bubble it kind yeah. of informs them it uh and even with the people that they help it shows you like this is how yeah.
1: some people are living in your country in your world um, yeah No, it's really good. Very cool. Um, I love Queer Eye. It's very, like, you watch it and you feel happy. You are happy that it exists. You're happy for the people that they help. You're happy for the five guys. And it's it's just just really, really good. And it's incredibly
0: well done. Um, And the
1: five guys are also really good friends, which I really like. Yeah, I love the relationships between all of them and the relationships they form with the people they help as well. It's very good.
0: So I can't wait for the next uh, season to come out for that. Yeah. Pretty soon. I don't know when, but soon. I,
1: I think they're filming it now.
0: So. Yeah. But it's gonna be really good. I'm super excited. And what about Sherlock? So Sherlock is,
1: um, again, not as like, I don't know, feel good as uh, Queer Eye. But it's it's extremely well done. Like it's a really, really well done show. And the people who made it were very, very, very creative as far as the direction. Yeah. Yeah. And the direction they decided to go with the cases and with the characters and the relationships between the characters. And it's also one of those shows where almost every episode or at least the end of each season, they end on a cliffhanger. And yeah. so you just can't stop. Like, even though the episodes are an hour and a half long, you can't stop watching them and you want yeah. to watch more. And I am definitely guilty of, um, last year on some snow days just going through an entire season in a day. And just yes. because, like, I had meant to catch up on other work, but I couldn't stop. Like, once I, once you start, it's so addicting. You want to know what happens. You want to know how, how does he solve this next one? Um, like, what's going to happen between the characters in this definitely. next one? And then one, I mean, I think the main reason why I love the show so much is because of the relationship between Sherlock and Dr. Watson and John, um, because the character development that both of them go through from the mm-hmm. first episode to the last episode is just incredible to watch. And then going back and rewatching it and seeing like, oh, my gosh, they were so different from this yeah. episode to this episode and how each of them helped each other grow as people is just very incredible to me and so enjoyable and satisfying to watch. Yeah, It's, um, I think, kind of an an indescribable feeling that you get by just watching. And another example of how well done the show is and how the directors just made it so amazing. So I would definitely highly recommend Sherlock. It's a really, really, really um, well done and creative, and beautiful show. Yeah. And definitely. so do you want to
0: talk about Brooklyn Nine-Nine? Yeah, so basically what I, all I wrote um, was good, good representation. Um, but basically I just, it's not only is the plot really good and it only gets better, but the they just really managed to represent people from all different areas of life really well and really um just in a really positive light and um without making like there are shows where that's the main premise i mean honestly like queer eye but in which and i those shows can be really really good but this one it's also nice that it's just that it's not even like a topic that really comes up like it comes up when it needs to so for example um sergeant um, Je- sergeant Terry Jeffords is African-American and um, Jake and a few other people babysit his kids because, well, and they accidentally, things lead to another. They lose the one of the uh, sergeant Sarge's um, kids' stuffed animal. The kid won't go to sleep when Sarge comes home. So Sarge has to go out and find the stuffed animal in the middle of the night and he gets stopped by a cop. And it's because he's African-American. And they deal with that topic, even to the point of, like, the kids are, like, they're babysitting the kids again, and the kids start asking, why did dad get stopped last night? And they kind of have to explain, well, like, that's an issue right now. And they talk about the discrimination that, like, the captain went through, and they talk about it, it, and they really address it super well without making it, like, that's all the show's about so it's just it's really really just like with they make it they kind of take it in stride but still address it and um talk about really difficult and weighted topics very well and it's just that's really so really well done do. yeah
1: that's amazing
0: yeah and there are multiple like occasions of that and it's just I really really like that and i yeah I'm I'm proud of a show being able to do that because the show actually got taken off of. It was on Fox originally, and it got taken off of Fox, and then like NBC started again. So it's like still running, Um, new episodes every Thursday, but it's really good. It's just amazing. That's awesome.
1: I'm definitely gonna watch that, especially with all that you've been talking about it. It sounds really, really amazing. Yeah. And yeah, I'd love. I can't wait to start watching. Um, yeah, so then with Blue Planet, um, it's, I mean, it's a nature documentary, but it's a really, really, really good nature documentary. And it's um, the f- camera work is incredible, especially some of the underwater camera work. I didn't know that technology was that was like, like that was possible. And yeah, I mean, it does a really, really good job of displaying like through this amazing can- camera work how incredible the natural world is and then with David Attenborough on top of it with all of these quotes of like this is important and you need to pay attention to this and we need to pre- preserve this um, and then in addition to that in addition to showing us all of these beautiful images of nature in all these different places it also manages to make everyone aware like all of its audience aware of how we need to protect it and with that makes the some of the latter parts of the documentary a bit sadder because it will turn into like this world is so beautiful and so amazing and it's dying and we need to help it and we need to fix the problems that we've started here yeah um and I mean, in addition to that, it's so calming to watch and very, very relaxing. He's and if so a very if you ever, voice. It, <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> and so if you ever have like a sick day or you just, you're really stressed out about something. Like I remember I had some sort of test or something coming up, I think towards the beginning of this year. And I was really, really stressed out about it. because I think it was like one of the first tests of math or chem or something. And I watched like just a half an hour of this, but it completely calmed me down, helped me go to sleep. And so if you ever need to a de-stressor, I would definitely recommend watching one of these episodes. Um, And then something that I also liked about it is that it shows you parts of the world that you might never get to see. And so it gives you that experience of being able to see that part of the world, which I loved. Um, I mentioned this before, but it's so beautifully filmed, like the way the camera work is yes. done, you feel like you're there and the pictures are so clear and it's just amazing. You learn so much. It's super educational. And just in general, it's just a really well put together documentary, documentary series. It's lovely to watch and it's a very, very, very educational. So, yeah, I would definitely recommend yeah. Blue Planet to anyone. And yeah, I'd
0: recommend watching all of these shows, guys. Like, they're all... Yeah, they're very good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I I, I don't know if there's anything else I have to add. I think
1: we've I, covered a lot. I think so, too, and I think it's going to be another long one. The
0: Skype board it
1: says it's been an hour, so it's going to be fun to edit. Yes. Oh, wow, that was a voice crap. <laughs> but,
0: yeah, it'll be great. So I, I hope you enjoy- uh, Well, why don't we... Do some of our shout-outs that we normally oh, do. yes. So our intro music is... Inspirational Life. And our outro music is... Blossoming Inspiration. And yeah, and this is... Um, our cover art was created by our friend. You can find her on Instagram at Dinobite. That's D-I-N-O dot B-Y-T-E. Go give her a follow. Check out... Um, she does commissions, so if you want something drawn, you can see what kind of things she draws. I would highly suggest uh, contacting her about that. Just a great artist, great a friend, so incredible go, artist. Honestly, go guys, check her out. So go check her out. Um,
1: also, check out our Instagram if you right. have the time. That's quotes and anecdotes. Quotes and anecdotes. Um, and every week we post little. Updates of a new episode is coming
0: out. Here are the words that we chose. So yeah. yeah, you can contact us at quotesandanecdotes at gmail.com. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, ideas, topic uh, ideas. Anything. Yes, please. We need some topic
1: ideas. Um, rate, review, subscribe on iTunes, please. We'd love yeah. Uh, I think that's going to do it. Thank, Thank you, you for, for listening to Quotes and <laughs> Anecdotes. <episodes. laughs> It's hard to do this over
0: Skype. I hope you had fun. Because Because we certainly certainly did. (laughs) (laughs) Bye, my friend
1: Sophia. Bye, my friend Bronwyn. And cut.